Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays. The unexplained regard to absolutely nothing. This week's episode is episode 28. 28. I know. And we're talking about the 1980s this week. The 1980s. Stick around if you want to hear more. Alright, we're back again. Who would have expected that? Yeah, n- not me, especially. No. No. <laughs> I don't know why I started with that. No, we've I been don't know why you did. 28 episodes we've done this and I didn't expect to make it to 28. I thought we stopped at 27. Yeah, you reckon 27, that's a good yeah, number. I thought that was the limit. Alright, okay. Okay, well, we might even make it up to 30, we might even make it up to 50. Who knows? Ooh, who knows? Right. Hello. Normally, we kick off with just any other business, which usually is at the end of a meeting, but we yeah, put so it hang right on. at the beginning. Before we talk about the 1980s in the 1980s episode, we're going to talk about other stuff. Yeah, absolutely. We always do that. In fact, when we do an episode about a particular subject, we talk about other stuff anyway. <laughs> Yeah. And especially with, with these decade ones. Yeah, the decade ones yeah. normally are other decades we talk about. Absolutely. Right. Because we, so t- we used up most of the 1970s in the 1960s episode. We did. It, everything strays across, though. Okay? You do end up talking about things and, it, you know. So I'm, I'm not worried about it one second anyway. Right. Okay. Hello. Anything you need to get off your chest? Um, no, I'm going to leave the T-shirt on if that's okay. You made that joke last week. Did I? Yes. <laughs> Oh, yep. So that's uh, what happens when you get to episode twenty-eight. Yeah, you keep forgetting. Yeah, short-term memory loss. You quite, we quite literally just before this spoke about something that we already done in a previous episode, and I forgot about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Well, yesterday. Yesterday. Yes, today we did the London Landmarks Half Marathon. We did indeed, Connor. Your very first. My half very marathon. first half marathon. I really hurt today. Really hurt? Yeah. What hurts? Me. Yes, everything. Yeah, all of me. You're very tired, yeah. My, my hip kind of leg area. Oh, dear. Lower back. Yeah. And and I think where I was being a bit funny with running and stuff like that, and mostly walking, because I really did pick up an injury like part way through. Yeah, you did, yeah. Um, and I was really struggling. Bearing in mind, that was still the longest distance I've ever run by the time the injury came about. So I'd done pretty well to get up to that point although the videos that got sent through it shows me because I decided to walk when I got to the 5k mark because I was thinking I'll take it easy because it's the furthest I've ever run and 
I obviously got to the 5k mark on my watch, but not the 5k mark for the race. So I've, there's a video of me just walking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was quite excited about the videos. It's, I mean, it's a great thing. It, London Landmarks Half Marriage is a fantastic event. And obviously, this is the first time they've been able to do it since the pandemic. They were one of the first races to be cancelled when, when everything kicked off. But the photos, we were quite looking forward to photos. And yeah. I think both of us were a little bit disappointed because there seems to be a lot of other people in my photos. That Why do you have less, so much of that problem? No, there's less of me. If someone's running along and you can see just three digits of their number and it was the same as mine, it's their photo I've got. See, luckily mine was a five-digit number, so it was really difficult for people. Yeah, exactly. But the problem is I know there's probably quite a lot of my photos missing because I'm covering up like two digits of my number. It could possibly be someone sitting so there going, people, why do I keep getting this bearded idiot? Exactly. Those people though that, excuse me, uh, those people that have got, you've got their photos, they don't have their photos. Uh, Quite possibly actually, but I am going through them saying not me, so I am doing the right thing about that. But look, look, we digress. Absolutely well done for yesterday. That you too. was epic. I mean, to do... Uh, hey, and that's Jaffa Cakes just before I finished as well. Yeah, yeah, you had a Jaffa Cake and, and Two Jaffa uh, Cakes. Lucas Sport stopped, didn't you, by yep. the embankment and and then went on. Walked a bit further. Walked a bit further. I was really hurting. I decided to sprint finish, though. You did indeed. I saw that. So, no, very well done. That's but, yeah, video. I'm not surprised you're aching so much today. I ache a bit, but not too bad, to be honest. Show off. Yeah. There you go. I'm a seasoned professional with these things, so. Yeah. Um... Anything else? Um, should I have anything else? I don't know. This is your spot to just say oh, anything that you want to do. This is mine every week. Yes, we do this every week. But uh, it's my spot alone. No, it's our spot. Oh, but right. I'm just asking you. No, I don't think so. Right. Okay. The way you say it though sounds like I should have had something. Well, no, there isn't. One of the things that I have been chasing up in part of my fact check is that. I've been a bit disgruntled about the amount of perhaps mistakes or errors I've made. So I've been going through and trying to look at certain stuff and trying to find out. Now, one of the very first episodes we ever released, I made perhaps a rash and sweeping statement that there was 17 t types of lemons being grown in the Epcot living on the land ride. Yep. Um, I thought I'd heard that somewhere. So I've gone to Epcot, I've actually messaged the uh, Disney organisation at Epcot to ask them the question, how many lemons are they growing variety-wise? If that comes back and it's not 17, obviously I'll address it, that on these podcasts. But, you know, I'm awaiting information on that. Whether they'll take me seriously or not, I don't know. That's it. All right. Is yeah. that, that's it for the podcast, yeah? No, as oh, you right. well know. So, 80s. I wasn't live for it again. Yeah, but, you know, just because you're not alive at a particular time, I know about uh, periods of history before I was born. But, no, you know, but don't. You don't, it doesn't seem to engage at all with you. What? So, I'm looking forward to if we end up doing something like Do you like know much about the 50s? Well, I, know, I know a little bit about it. I know oh, about I know the 40s. About I know the about, well, what about any sort of history? Henry VIII. Yeah. And he's six knives. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know anything about that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, I do. Well. Why, well, you, why, why are you making these sweeping statements? Like why are you making these... Well, because 
Because you, it, it's not what was taught in history lessons. Well, it should be, shouldn't it? Well, it is history it is now, now, isn't it? So, um, so the eighties. I'll start then, and you can just pitch in if you. Sorry, want I just want to make a comparison. What's more interesting, people going to a disco or the Romans? What? Well, we're talking about your history, like your growing up, yeah, or being taught about the Romans. The Romans I don't were think more we interesting. Even have to ask that question, do we? Yeah, the Romans were interesting. Anyway, um, this, the 80s, I think, was probably quite an important point in my life. Because if you bear in mind when we went into that decade, I was sort of 11 and a half, and I finished it, obviously, at the end of that decade as a... 21. Yeah. It's quite a significant part of your life. I mean, when you're older... It doesn't really feel like that, but at the time, it, it, it's huge. You know, it, it kind of shapes. What Same you're for me do. for the, with the tens. What with, are they called? The tens. The te- I know. That's you got the noughties. Thing, yeah. You now got the twenties, which is the. Well, I, I suppose guess it is the tens. We, we have it? to just go through it again, don't we? Yeah. So I mean, I'm well, trying to the think 1900s. of. <sighs> I'm trying to think of some significant <laughs> the things, things that happened, and and I guess. Um, the eighties were a funny sort of time, really. They, you know, we've on previous ones we've talked about fashion and things. Well, fashion. certainly, I. Um, you've already made that joke as well. No, but every really time you have to say go it, back every time you say it, you're going to have to do a joke check, and and have to do that every week. I'm very sorry, I made that joke last time. You know what? Um, People have recurring jokes. Okay, and it's fine. Like the eleven of diamonds. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, so fashion-wise, I mean, there was all sorts of... I guess fashion sort of mixes with the music and everything else. And certainly over that period, uh, I had a couple of looks, right? A couple of significant looks. One of which was uh, very much around the electronic synthesizer scene at the time. You were in a synth band, weren't you? Well, I wasn't in a synth band, no. I was in a band. I was the synth player in a band with a oh, guitarist, sorry. a bass player, and a, we did have a drum you machine. You played the synth. Yeah, I played synth. So, I mean, this this was like... You a, weren't like Depeche Mode? No, I wasn't Depeche Mode. They were no. a synth band, though, weren't they? Yes, they were. And they, well, nowadays they have a drummer and he plays guitar and whatever. But yeah, they were primarily just synthesizers. Um, so, I mean... I could be found wearing baggies, which were tr- baggy trousers, basically. I heard quite, a song about that. Yeah, but not not quite like that. But these big baggy trousers you should get from Mr. Byright, right, which no longer exists. Um, a double-breasted shirt <laughs> with the two yeah. buttons down the front of them like that, and you'd have you'd have your hair a little bit sort of. It was a bit sort of um, wedgy. Do you know what a wedge is? So it was it was like a long side parting sort of thing and uh have you got information over in that corner there or yeah i was just whispering to the wall well okay <laughs> right so and i used to have that i i famously had my ear pierced in the 80s as well which multiple times yeah well it was but the originally i had it done oh sorry is that for the 90s podcast 1985 i had my ear pierced i know because it was the same year as live eight um and my mum wasn't time, too happy. You? I went down to the town centre, had it done and came back. 
and uh, she wasn't too happy. But subsequently, later on, I had me and Pierce a few more times, but that wasn't at a shop, unfortunately. Mm. That was by my girlfriend at the time's mate who, you, who used to do it for everybody. Anyway, so I had a bit of a look then. Um, I was in this band. We thought we were really cool. Uh, you know, the people at those at that time, I suppose the look was around Spandau Ballet and Duran Duran and people like that. Used to have these what were called pixie boots, which were just sort of little suede boots. I couldn't afford them, right? And there was things called Kung Fu slippers that people used to wear, slip-on Kung Fu slippers. And this is a bit embarrassing, but because I couldn't afford um, pixie boots, but I wanted to know what I looked like in them. I used to wear my Kung Fu slippers and I'd have black socks and I'd put them over the top of them and pull them up a little bit up my legs. So they kind of looked like the uh, pixie boots. But obviously I never went out like that. But I never had them. That was one big regret of mine. So you used to be in your bedroom on your own pretending you were wearing something called pixie boots? Yeah, yeah. Sounds. I don't see any sort of issue with that whatsoever. Ooh. Did you hear that signal? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I was very. Uh, we've talked about music and that and I was very much into that. And then that slightly changed within the 80s as well when I I kind, kind of came out of that side of it and then for a little while it was just ordinary and then I don't think you've ever been ordinary yeah well I had a beetle and, and I was quite you painted the that. rims of that pink didn't you no white oh white right it was really cool but didn't work very well but then I became a goth or I didn't become a goth I didn't say I was you a goth you were always a goth it just Emerged, yeah, but I am. Um, I certainly would have been classed as that. So, the black torn jeans, uh, you know, the bands that I was into, Sisters of Mercy, The Mission, All About Eve, things like that. Um, so, well, Susie and the Banshees, I was into all the way through, but you know, so and that was around the bands I was in as well at the time. So, I, I mean, I loved it. It was, it, you know, you have all the angst when you're that sort of age anyway, but you know, I was quite into all that I quite liked all that just a dye me hair which is probably why it's all falling out now have you ever dyed your hair? yeah alright did it once for a festival dyed it pink ok and how did that work out? didn't come it? out very pink no? no but then I got a paint fight it certainly and ain't falling it did out, actually it? come pink no like some sort of small shrubbery on the top of your head yeah I, I and chin I look I'm just mostly hair. You are mostly hair. 70% hair. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I think you might be right there. I think if you, you, if you shave all my hair... Strategically shaved chimpanzee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just showing my eyes. If I reckon if you um, removed all of my hair, I'd be like... There'd be nothing. There'd be this, this very small, skinny human. Yeah? Maybe not human like either. a little golem-like creature. Yeah, yeah, really little. We should try that. We should yeah. try that on this, on the podcast. I should shave you We could do it this episode. Look, right now. <laughs> I haven't brought in. Oh, I'm shaved. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, you see what you mean. It kind of works on the podcast, doesn't it? So, yes, I mean... I, I mean, sorry, that Snapchat filter. I recently did a Snapchat filter of me completely... Bald. No beard, no hair. Yeah, that was a bizarre And look. it just extends your... What would be your head to those points. It makes me look like I'm really fat. <laughs> You just look like an egg, yeah. an egg with eyes. That's all you look like. But yeah, quite entertaining that was. Um, yeah, so I mean, I uh, that was a bit of a. I look back on photos of myself like people do, and there is a point where I look at the long hair because I had very long hair at one track. point. So, huh? 
Sorry, I was trying to finish my sentence because I was about to say that went a bit off track, but you carried talking, so I, I felt my part of me wanted to finish that sentence, so I just did it right. whilst you were talking. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, I look back at them photos now of the long hair and all the rest of it, and I think, so. what on earth was I thinking? I looked like um, sort of... Uh, offspring of Wurzel Gummidge at one point, but I thought I looked really good. Fact check. I said absolutely nothing wrong on the last episode. Right, I can't be too sure that was absolutely correct, but onwards, yeah. back onto the 80s. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'll carry on going then, Yeah, carry on going. Because, okay, I, well, again, I, I don't know much about the 80s. I was in a I was in a school production. Well, I was going to say that. That's one of the things I'd thought about. You should know a little bit about it because you were in a, a musical called Back to the 80s, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. Do you know what, it was, what time it was set in? Uh, no, no, I didn't. Set in the 80s. In the 80s. In oh, the wow. 80s, it wasn't yeah. just a clever title then. No, I went to see it. Yeah? Yeah. Do you, so, know, do you know who I played? Uh, you played multiple characters, didn't you? Yeah. I played... Adamant. I was basically uh, an extra kind of thing, chorus. Yeah. Where I walked on at the beginning, kind of sat down, whatever. Uh, one bit I was sitting next to one of the main characters whilst he was pretending to play piano. Oh, right. I walked on as Yoda at one point. You did walk on as Yoda. Walked on as Adamant as another point. They still talk about that down at... Yeah. Do it they? It was a triumph. I remember the local press. Who is who is the man behind the mask? The boy behind the mask. I was very small triumph. when I was. Uh, you were very small. It was very funny. I was. It was actually really good. In the year eight, before my growth spurt and and, yeah. and puberty and stuff like that, and I was oh, very I much. Can you say that? And yeah, what, puberty. Yeah. Oh, you said it again. Yeah, I said it twice <laughs> I'm now. Bleep that out. You, no, you're not, because <laughs> you don't even edit it. <laughs> no, that's very you true. You don't know how to edit it. Yeah. So you show you know a little bit about it. You know a few songs. Yeah. Like ooh, what a feeling. When we dancing, and dancing on, the, on ceiling. the ceiling, and I was about to sing another song there, but you know, I was going to sing. I was thinking, "We are the world." Yeah, but instead, I was about to sing "Who We Are" by Imagine Dragons. No, see, that wouldn't be right. That wouldn't would be right. No, that was so obviously, you've just said we are the world there. Yeah, now, we are the children as well. Nineteen eighty-five. I mentioned earlier, Live Aid. What yeah. a, a huge! I mean, I worked in a record shop at that point. Better or worse than Soccer Aid. Uh, better than Soccer Aid. Uh, Compared not to as Band-Aid? good as Orange Aid. Uh, Band-Aid. Band-Aid is the record from... Live Aid. Live Aid, yeah. Anyway. Cherry Aid? Lemonade? No. <laughs> so, Live First Aid. Aid. It was It was huge. And I worked, as I say, at record shops. So I was working on the Saturday. So I'd have loved to have tickets for it. But it wasn't to be. So... We well, were listening to it on the radio. Yeah, we were listening to it on the radio. So you know, one artist, and it was how it ever worked. You know, now they can put on this sort of thing, but at the time it was it was huge. And then I got home, and then I I carried on watching it. I went round. It was just a big concert, there. wasn't it? It was, yeah, but it was very significant. It was nothing like that had been done before. And the bands are on it. It was all very hit and miss. And when you see documentaries about it now, it's like a lot of things. 
you know, people didn't quite know whether it would work, how it would, the technical side of it, and all that. some some things didn't quite work out, and some people had to cut short on stuff and that. But it's you know, was it because it was televised? Yeah, is that what the big thing was? Well, it was just it was pulled together very quickly. It was pulled together across. Uh, like it was happening in you know, Wembley, like and it was also happening. Yeah, but no, no, it was really just America and us that were involved well, in. I think there were other things. Yeah, I think there were other. But basically, they were having a concert. Um, at, at well, not at the same time, but you know, you know. At, but and there was all the biggest, some of the biggest artists of that time were on there and being asked. To, famously, Queen uh, played at, uh, and that. They'd gone sort of out of people's minds, really. You know, they'd had their day, kind of. And they arrived at Live Aid and played a set that was incredible because of Freddie Mercury's presence on stage. They had the whole crowd, like, uh, just sort of in the palm of their hands. So, you know, that that was significant. And I remember watching it, thinking it was significant at the time. And then since then, you've really... You look back at it, and it was quite a, quite a point in, in, in history not just in the 80s, in history. Um, so Live Aid was yeah. a big concert. Yeah. Band-Aid... Was the single. Was was the single from Live Aid. Well, well, no, I, I'm pretty sure it happened first. So basically... Because Band-Aid was the one that was um, about do Christmas, wasn't do it? Do they know it's Christmas? So that was released. So Bob Geldof and Midjure um, and Justin put Bieber. it together... And what? And Justin Bieber? No. No, he's in the newer version, wasn't he? God, God. Yeah, well, they had, they did redo it a number of times. Yeah. But, yes, they, he got together this group of people. People were turning Justin up Bieber and recording alive. their stuff. No, he wouldn't have been. Um, and they released a single, and it was huge. And people bought it, and people were very affected by it. And then they took that on to the next level by bringing together this big concert. And, uh, I know, it was, it, it was a... It was something I'll never forget. I mean, even by listening to it on the radio and then watching it on TV, I still won't ever forget it. It was such a big thing. Um, you should watch. There's there's plenty of documentaries about it. I think I've got something like that, you know. Um, but you should watch it because it is quite significant. And there'll be things in your lifetime that will have the same sort of effect, you know, something that, that's happened along those sort of lines. But anyway... That's Soccer Aid. Well, no. Well, I understand. I mean, I'm laughing yeah, about well. Soccer Aid, but Soccer Aid is significant because it raises a yeah, huge amount of money. Yeah. Um, one thing, actually, and something that's changed very much from there, and, and on the sort of score of us doing the half marathon yesterday, is the London Marathon was first um, put on, um, I think it was 1981. Um I like the way you said that, like it's from the top of your head, but you looked at your phone at the same time. I had to because I've I, I've got a short-term memory, and thanks very much for pointing that out to everybody. Well, it's just because I don't want people to think you're being incredibly smart. Oh, right. Well, I don't <laughs> suppose they do, and they certainly don't when you're in the room, do they? Anyway, Whoa. 1981. <laughs> how many people do you think run the marathon in 1981? Oh, you want me to guess? Yeah. A thousand and... F- 1,300. It's more than that. Oh, 2,300. It's more than that. 3,300. It's more than that. 5,300. No, more than that. 10,300. 7,300. A little bit more than that. 
8,000. Look, we don't need to do that. 8,000? No. It was 7,741 people. If you give me a bit of time, I would have got that. Entered it. Uh, 6,255 people completed it, right, in 1981. You didn't have... It was much more of a proper race. You didn't have the charity element of it. And this is what I mean about Live Aid being in the 80s and that was uh, raised so much money. Uh, Now, I mean, the vast majority of people that are involved in the London Marathon run for charities. And the amount of money that's raised... Is phenomenal. We looked at that race yesterday, but it's absolutely incredible. And that's something that wasn't it like four million pounds yesterday. Or something like that? Well, for different things, yeah. I mean, there's there's all all round different stuff. I think I think the nineteen, not the nineteen, the uh, two thousand eight, no, two thousand nineteen uh, London landmarks uh, raised about nine million or something like that in the end but you know it's, it's phenomenal but nowadays i mean the last london marathon it's going to be due to be run again in october obviously usually in april but because of the pandemic it's been off oh, 2019 pandemic. yeah that pandemic one day we'll be going do you remember the pandemic Forty-two thousand nine hundred and six people in the 2019 london marathon and like I suppose it's a different sort of thing. You didn't raise money through that sort of thing in, you know, when we talk about Live Aid in the 80s, but now your Live Aid or something like that is kind of in those sort of areas. You know, you still have benefit concerts and everything, but that... Children that, need... Yeah, that raises... Uh, I don't actually know. Children need must have started quite early on, and I'm not sure when that was, but, you know, something like that. I mean, that blew my mind. I always get confused between Trevor Brookin and... Uh and Terry Wogan. As a West Ham supporter, that is diabolical. I know. It's only because the T. Oh, um, so anybody with the initial T. <laughs> yeah. My middle name Terry. Oh, my God. No, um, I think I just accidentally said Trevor. Because Trevor Brookin's so ingrained in my head. Mm. I saw Terry Wogan once and went Trevor Brookin. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Um, right, other things... Uh, when I say I saw him once, I didn't mean I met him in real life and called him Trevor Brookin. Uh, did you? No, I said I didn't. Oh, right. I've met Trevor Brookin. I know you have. Um, have you delivered his post? I deli- oh, yeah. I've delivered his post, but I also... Uh, he opened a, a supermarket in in uh, Wickford <laughs> and I got a sign photo of him. <laughs> so what was the most... In Billy Bonds and Pop Robson. Huh? Billy Bonds? <laughs> Billy Bonds. There was three of them, yeah. And who? And Pop Robson. Can't say of really. No, well, they're, they're, of their time, they yeah. were. They I know were Billy Bonds is. Yeah, but, but Pop Robson was a really good player as well. But anyway, That's they opened funny. up a. I could. Uh, I'm not was even this sure when that, they were playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got signed photos of them somewhere in their That's, West Ham kits. This is the thing, like when you get the people like, see Mark Noble and stuff like that nowadays go to see a kid at a hospital. And they went to go open supermarkets. Um, supermarket. I don't think it even exists. Well, it certainly doesn't exist in its, its name as it was. I can't think for the life of me. I'll have to come back to that. Obviously, I'll speak about that on well, another Wickford episode. Wickford doesn't exist anymore. Well, Wickford is in a time loop anyway, yeah, isn't Wickford it? It's back in, the, it's back in the 80s, really. I used to work in Wickford and it, it was a, it's a land of time forgotten. Yeah. Anyway, other place. things that happened. I do like it, though. On uh, something, the beginnings of the... World Wide Web. The WWW. The WWW was at the end of the 80s. So that, I mean, that's huge. That is, you think of life without that now. 
we are quite literally recording this podcast using an application through the web. Exactly. And, you know, it, it must be difficult to think of a time... I mean, obviously, I'm trying to think in your... All through your lifetime, we've had it. But mm. We've always had there's the internet. Certain, there's been certain things, obviously, technology-wise, in your lifetime. Well, Google talking, wasn't so much of a... I think... I can't remember when Google... I think Google was founded around about the time I was born. Mm. But it wasn't necessarily the big thing that it was. I remember um, logging into a computer and having stuff like Yahoo and Ask Jeeves and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The course, fact yeah. is, Ask Jeeves, who even uses... Who would, I don't even know if that still exists. Probably not. But no. we had Blue Yonder as well. Yeah, yeah, it was all sort of things. But I guess you know, it's, it's just... But I was certainly before YouTube. Yeah. But that's madness. That, even that must be to you the, the sort of stuff that's changed. I feel like I'm going to have to look it up, but I think that's more of a 90s episode discussion. Yes, it will be. Um, other things uh, that happened in that world well, was the Falklands War, which was quite a frightening time for all of us. Um, you know, I mean, I was working, I was sort of, my brother, I should say, was, you know, I think he was quite concerned about it because they they were talking about calling people up. People started to talk about calling up and we'd never had any, in our lifetime, we've had ne- never yeah, had anything like really that. Really, the big war before that was like World War Two. Yeah, thinking, yeah, so, you know, they were saying it, it was never going to be fought like that because it was fought in, um, uh, in obviously, the Falkland Islands, as you know, isn't the... You know, yeah, it's just very close to Argentina. Yeah, exactly. Hence so that was a fright. That was a frightening time. A very frightening time. Um, Ch- Charles and Diana's wedding. Mm-mm. Then you've got Fergie and Andrew's wedding. Mm-mm. Andrew, Prince Andrew. Oh, Sarah Ferguson. Well, Prince Andrew. You know he doesn't sweat. No, he doesn't sweat. He didn't sweat then. <laughs> Can't yeah, sweat at all. Bone dry all the way through that wedding. <laughs> and and I'll have to just sort <laughs> of um, Pizza do Express. this through gritted teeth. <laughs> Did they have the wedding at Pizza Express? Was it Pizza Express? I don't know. It might have been something like that. Um, obviously, the 80s was the time of Maggie Thatcher. So that was hugely significant. There's, there's, there's one of these things. Of it's... Um, I think one thing you do have to go is she led the way of women in politics. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, but, I mean, all right, look, this is not, we don't talk about particularly going in depth with that sort of things. No, it's not my politics. Um, it was a cause of a lot of division in the country, so there was quite a difficult time. Yeah. Um, but, you know... I'm sure there's merits. I'm sure there's, you know, there's certainly yeah. some positives. This is literally the same with every single politician. Yeah. Right. Moving on swiftly from that. Big hair. Everybody had big hair. Loads of people had big hair. I you had your do. hair. As, well, you've got big hair. You see, you'd have been fine in the 80s. You, you'd have had to lose your beard, I think, unless it was a little silly sort of goatee beard. I think people started having them as well. Um, you had the yuppies. There was a, I mean, you'll know more, probably your reference point for that is something like Only Fools and Horses. And there was a time when, you know, up in the city, all the all the young men there, they all had their braces on, they had loads of money. Um, you know, it was a very much a lifestyle um, that they had, you know, they were young, they, they had loads of money, they drank a lot, they lived uh, fast. Um, and burn out most of them as well. 
Mm. Right, so as with every other decade episode we've done so far, we've got a song this week, have we not? We have, and this is actually a song that I wrote. You wrote it? Yeah, I wrote this song. Wow. And have uh, we have any songs written by you? No, I mean, obviously I find all the other ones in drawers and... You know, in the back of cupboards and, and in libraries. I mean, you did write the songs in the music episode. Oh, yeah, I wrote one of those. Yeah. Not all but of them. The, the very exciting thing about this is one of my heroes, who's still going strong now, but one of my heroes from the 1980s, obviously 70s to 80s, but mainly when I liked him was in the 1980s, is, a, is, a, is the man, the legend, Gary Newman. And I cannot believe I'm saying this but I managed to get him to sing the chorus on my song. I'm very excited about this. All right, should so, we play it? Yeah, let's play it. Only people who were out in the 80s will be able to understand this. 80s, 80s, song about the 80s. 80s, 80s, song about the 80s. Tells and Henry's cat, Danger Mouse, Bergerac, Heidi High and Cheers, Thundercats, Shoulder Pads, John Lennon also said, Live Aid, Terminator, MTV. Hello, Bali, Bali, wow, a whole moody day, and then if I ate a Kid the car, Desmond who shot JR Pac-Man, Bride's Head, Dirty Dancing Fame Leg warmers, Dark Brown, Berlin Wall comes crashing down Moonlighting Breakfast Club, Solidarity Fraggle Rock, Filofax, Roller Rat and Shack Attack Buck Spheres, Tears for Fears, Button Moon and Wham Wine bars instead of pups, Boy George and Culture Club Banana Man, Duran Duran Lunch is just for wimps. Thatcher, Wacker Day, Charles and Diners, Wedding Day, Moonwalking Graces and Sound Ducky Bar, Munch Bunch Thriller, Crispy Pancakes for my dinner. Thank you for listening to my very 80s songs. Wow, just wow. Oh, I know. What a great song. How much did you have to pay, Gary Newman, the... Well, he owed me a favour anyway. Oh, did he? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've just realised, though, the first 25 minutes of our podcast, we might as well not have done, we just played that song. Yeah. You explained everything in the 80s in that song. I did actually explain yeah. everything to I'm quite proud of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Nice. It was yeah, good. No, I really right. enjoyed it. I'm uh, over the moon. I'm, yeah. uh, it's not the last collaboration I'm going to have with him, I'm sure, but, you know. Do you reckon? Yeah. All right. Well, when he hasn't heard the finished article yet, but when he listens, because he loves our podcast. Does he? Yeah, he's one of the yeah. ones in the States that listens to it. Oh, really? Yeah. So, How about it, Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman? Um, I don't know whether he listens to it or not. All oh, right. Right. We should get in touch with him. Are you just thinking a bit, of, we're just trying to target what everybody called Gary, yeah? Yeah. Gary used to be on EastEnders. Yep. Uh, Gary the Snails from SpongeBob. Yep. 
Okay, well, we'll do so specifically. For, perhaps we'll just do a Gary episode. Yeah, maybe we'll just do an episode Gary. Yeah. Okay. Sounds there's like not a, many Garys nowadays. Statistically, there's not. Uh, right. Okay. I seem so to remember I'm hearing gonna, a stat somewhere that it was like 2019, there was well, zero kids called Gary. Right. And when was that? I think that's 2019. 2019. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to write that down in my uh, well, things. I said something like 2019. Well, I'm sorry, but that's that's not the way we work anymore, is it? 2019, Gary. We're going to do a fact check. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll be back to you on that one. Okay. Next up. All right. Onwards yeah. with a game. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Right. Again, then, for this week, then, Dad. Then, yeah. then, just throw then in a lot of them. Okay. You, you prepared something. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a combination, really. It's a combination of two things, right? And as I start to explain this, um, there's something quite significant that was invented in its early stages in the late 70s, but became Did a, we discuss it in the 70s a phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, in the 80s. And that was... The Rubik's Cube. Mm-hmm. And you've told me on a number of occasions, and if you hear a little bit of a... Don't look at the combination I'm doing. If you well, hear I'm not going to remember the combination you're right, doing. The, the noise I'm making is I had a, a Rubik's Cube that was completely... Completed. Completely. Completely <laughs> right? completed. And at the moment, I'm messing it up. Because there's two things you've got to do for this next section. One, you've got to guess... It's an older Rubik's Cube, sorry. It is a bit, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit stiff. You've got a, I haven't done it in a while. You've got to guess films from certain lines from the 80s, right? Now, I know you're not, you weren't born in, but these are films that are quite significant films. And you've got to guess these. I'll be doing the, I mean, probably incredible impressions of the particular actors that say these words. But the same time as you're guessing... I want you to complete this Rubik's Cube. All right. Okay? You know, I the, it takes me roughly five minutes to do a Rubik's Cube sometimes. Oh, so Some, you, you only be a little way into it then? Well, we'll see. I haven't done it in a while. But I know But one time I did it in five minutes. Okay. Uh, afterwards, remind me of that because I want to talk to you about that after. Not particularly about you doing them in five minutes, about the record of doing them. All right? So when we finish, perhaps we... Have a quick check, check about track, track, It's not a speed cube and it's definitely you, uh, the, the springs are, are rusty. Gonna, I'm going to catch it. Yeah. You sure? Yep. See, Ooh, one-handed well with the left hand as well. Okay. Um, so let me know when I can start. Okay. So well, you can start as soon oh, as I... Is there a sting? Oh, oh yeah. Of course there's a sting. <laughs> Play a the sting. sting. Do you recognise these quotes from films? If you don't, this section doomed. It's uncanny how I know the voice. It's just like they're in the room. That was right. another great sting. Oh, yeah, it, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, you can start <laughs> when I start saying the first question. Okay. So, you okay? Yep. We all good? Yep. Number one. Where did this come from? Be good. E.T. Number two, what is this exchange from? Where do you live in the city? You have a house, apartment, own or rent, rent. What do you do for a living? Lots of things. 
Where's your office? I don't have one. How come? I don't need one. Where's your wife? I don't have one. How come? It's a long story. You have kids? No, I don't. How come? It's an even longer story. Are you my dad's brother? What's your record for a consecutive questions asked? 38, I'm going to finish. I'm your dad's brother, all right? You have much more hair in your nose than my dad. How nice of you to notice. I'm a kid. That's my job. Yes, absolutely, Uncle Buck. Number three. What's another word for balls? (laughs) Nuts. That's a great film. Um, Watched it as a kid. (laughs) I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Terminator. Uh, Is that your final answer? Terminator 2. Well done. Um, I've done one side, by the way. Oh, well, congratulations. Um, Number four. Why worry? Each one of us is carrying an unlicensed nuclear accelerator on his back. Uh, Oh. Men in Black? No. Why worry? Each one of us is carrying an unlicensed nuclear accelerator on on his back. I don't know. 80s film. Yeah. I on got their that. back. There's four of them. about looking, by the way. Um, it's four of them. Yeah. Sorry, I've had to focus. They don't cross the streams. Oh, it's Ghostbusters. It's Ghostbusters. It's a trap. Uh, that's Star Wars uh, New Hope. No. Oh, no. Empire Strikes Back. No. Um, oh, I can't remember the name. Return, Return of the Jedi. Yes. <laughs> I've done uh, two sides now. Oh, why? Right. I'm on the last screwing. bit. Number six. Silence, Earthling. My name is Darth Vader. I am an extraterrestrial from the planet Vulcan. Because um, oh, that's a very much a throw-off because it's got Star Trek reference and Darth Vader. It's... Um, it's from a there's a it's a kid isn't it saying it uh it's a young man saying it he's wearing a sort of uh what are the things you if there's people have been using with the pandemic those suits bio suits he's wearing one like that when he says it oh i've messed up this rubik's cube he's got a walkman and he plays it on his walkman dad i've messed up this rubik's cube because you distracted me. <laughs> well, that's the whole point. You give up? Yeah. That's right. That's I, Marty McFly in Back to the Future. I'd almost finished. I was literally like one move away. Number seven. I'm going to say this once. going to say it simple. And I hope to God, for your sakes, you all listen. There are no abominable snowmen. There are no Sasquatches. There are no Big Feet. Big Feet? Is that actually the line? Yep. Uh, film, one of your favourites. <laughs> Not that you've seen it. Oh. <laughs> there are no abominable snowmen, there are no... And then one appears, don't they? Yep. Um, Scooby-Doo. No, Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons, I've seen that. Yep, okay. Number eight. We have top men working on it right now. Who? Top men. Um, people are going to be well annoyed when they're getting these. Um, I'll give you, Joe. You are trying to do a Rubik's cube at the same time. Come. Yeah, I very nearly had it, and then it got messed up. Say it again. 
We have top men working on it right now. Who? Top men. It's at the very end of a film that started a... Well, it's it's had four so far and they're about to make another film. Or they're making another film. Jurassic Park? No. Um, no, because that's been five, isn't it? Um, oh, Ghostbusters, there have been four of it. No, they haven't. <laughs> Three of them. It's very, very famous. I'll Jumanji. give you a clue. Last time we went to Disney, we went to watch it, and there was a thunderstorm, and they cancelled it. Fantasmic. No, <laughs> that's not even a film. You a Fantasia could. is it? Yeah. Indiana Jones. Yes. Which one? Uh, I have told you it's the first one. Uh, Raiders of Lost Ark. There you go. Number nine. They're here. Oh, I'm gonna mess up the same bit again because. <laughs> um, scary I've, film. They're here. Scary film. Things are moving around. Uh, what would cause that? Ghosts. Yeah, what sort? Ghostbusters of, too. What sort of ghost? Poltergeist. Yeah, poltergeist. Now that from our ghost episode. Number ten. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Um. I don't know. That, my friend, is Batman. What about this one? You don't know how hard it is being a woman looking the way I do. Oh, my God. Done it. Congratulations. I did mess up partway through, and I nearly did it very quickly, but I messed up. All right, well, I'll take a picture of you and that to prove that you did that. I'm very impressed because I messed that up myself. Right, we'll just finish these off then. You don't know how hard it is being a woman looking the way I do. Yeah, well, you don't know how hard it is being a man looking at a woman looking the way you do. Oh, that was a very good accent. Yeah. Um, it's a kind of... The, the the male accent is a New York accent. Yeah. It's a... You've seen this film. Have I? Yeah. The character used to be in Disney and then disappeared. There was only one film made. What, who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, well done. He still is a Disney character. What about this one? he's just not shown in Disney parks anymore. Nine million terrorists in the world and I've got to kill one with feet smaller than my sister. Made a flower. Well done. Um, film you need to see that you haven't seen. Die Hard. Yeah. Okay, right. So what would you little maniacs like to do first? Well, you know the song, but do you know the film? No. Weird Science. And there's just two more. I'm not so sure we should do this. Do what? Well, I like you and I want you to spend the night... I want to spend the night with you. Do you mean sleepover? Well, yeah. Okay, but I get to be on top. It's about bunk beds, isn't it? So what film would that be? Peter Pan. No, come on, come on. What's gone wrong? I don't know. You're um, uh, big and little, little and large. Uh, why are you doing that? Because you've practically said it. Big, big. 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 Yes. <laughs> Wax on. Wax Crow off. Kid. Yay, and so ends. That incredibly nightmarish episode. Um, well done. I am impressed. I didn't think you'd do that. 
What? Rubik's Cube. Oh, I was literally, it's frustratingly I, close at one point. I know that obviously you weren't concentrating on the questions I was giving you, but that is impressive. Well, there was there was one point that I was focusing on the, some of the questions and because I, I, some of it, a lot of what you, when you do a Rubik's Cube, it's actually really quite simple to do once you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And you you work in certain kind of rhythms in the fact that I know when I move this piece, I need to move this piece I'm sorry, when I moved this side, I needed to move this side this amount of times, blah, blah, blah. I moved one side, and then you mentioned something, and I forgot if I'd already moved it or not, and then I lost where I was. Well, I, I am impressed. Right, my question. Something that is just... You talked at the beginning about Rubik's Cube being speed cubes. Are there certain ones that are easier to Yeah, move easier to spin. Right. Well, do you Mike. know what the record is for doing a Rubik's Cube? Isn't it like... I don't know. 46 seconds or something like that. I don't think it's even anything like that. I think it's some ridiculous amount of seconds. I cannot possibly see how they can do it. They could do it like one-handed um, because you know you know how I twist like that? Yeah. With with my whole hand around it. It's because this is really quite yeah, a stiff I've cube. I've actually seen people. I've watched videos of people and I've they've got a really old they've cube given, there as well. From they've like, been given one and they go, jum, 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 and it's done. Yeah. How can that actually be possible? I'm sure. I mean, all right. I, I think often the middle ones are circular. All right, as okay. well. I, I can't deny that I've peeled the stickers off of ones before and put them back on. Well, I think the one that you've done that to was a Rubik's cube that I've got up in that cupboard there. That's from the eighties. Oh right, okay. That's not. That's good, one of your childhood it? ones. Oh, is it? You, yeah. you, I thought Nick, it was one that Nick I had. owned it or something okay, like that. Well, there you go. And now I do, and it's up in that cupboard up there. But I just don't. I mean, it blows my mind how quickly it's I might done. Have to buy a new one. Yeah. Oh, well done. Thank a you. A little round of applause for you, and I will take a picture of you in a second with your Rubik's cube completed. Thank you. Okay. That's all I've got then. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Well. Is that a shorter episode than normal? Yeah. How, by how much? By about, well, depending on which kind of method you're going by, but only about five minutes or okay. something like that. Well, you've got to rattle off some of your yeah stuff, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. And um, if you listen to this and you didn't take uh, advantage of the, uh, the 10% discount we did... Um, well, you missed that then. You're a fool. <laughs> You're a crazy fool. You're a crazy fool. Um, yeah, that was in the 80s, the A-team. What we do like have, that. though, is we do have a... Ain't getting on no plane, fool. <laughs> All right. What we do have is we do have a uh, an offer that when you spend over £30, you can get free delivery as long as you use the po- uh, postcode, as long as you use the discount code uh, FREE30. FREE30? FREE S spell. F R E E and then free zero. If you use that when you spend thirty pound or more, then you get free delivery. Right. Um, for some delivery and stuff, stuff. Just remember, since we left the EU, where some of our stuff gets manufactured, that can be a customs charge. But it's oh, not Brexit! That much. God's um, sake! But that's only when you only with certain things, and when you and sorry, it's only when you spend a certain amount of money outside from certain products outside the UK. Um, but other than that, we've got our website which is a great place uh, because you can get all of our episodes on there. You can listen to all of our episodes on there. You can. You can fact check yourself. <laughs> uh, you you can be very careful when you say it. Yeah, Go you on. do. Uh, you can have a look at the blog. 
You can. The What's New section. Uh, we've got our home page where you can be at home. Yeah. Uh, an about page where you learn about us. Might have to update that a little bit. What? Because we've moved on in character and personality since oh, we have first we? did it. Yeah. What, in like however many months we've been doing this? Yeah, yeah, I feel. I feel I've... Actually, six months we've been doing this. Blimey, O'Reilly. That, that is right? a worry, isn't it? Yeah, mm. something like that. Um, well, six months, definitely, by the time this episode comes out. Oh, well. Okay. Uh, the contact us page, <clears throat> though, is a big one, because you can actually send us messages on there. You can send comments, questions, yeah. uh, suggestions. It's good for all sorts of stuff, complaints. Uh, but, yeah, we've got... Stop mucking about that. I'm just keep playing with the roots, keep yeah. distracting myself. We've got uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can follow us on those, like us on those, yeah. do all those kind of stuff on those. Um, but you don't have to do any of that. You can listen to us on uh, all the different podcast platforms like Spotify, mm. Acast, iTunes, Amazon Music. They're all absolutely free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't have to pay anything for them, do you? Don't have to pay anything. That's what free means. It does. But yeah, I think that's oh, about it. Can you think of anything I've missed? Fatherandsundays.com is the website. Probably yeah. should mention that. I can't think of anything else. I'd uh, Hopefully by next week I'll have to, I'll be able to let you walk around. I won't have to carry you over my shoulder. Yeah. I'm hoping that my legs should recover to work tomorrow. So Yeah, I know that's going to be a bit of an issue, isn't it? But yeah, walking yeah, in the office. You big girl's blouse. Yeah. Get over it. Sitting on a wheelie chair. <laughs> Sitting on a wheelie chair. It's a really good chair, though. Yeah. Okay, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I hope safe. everyone has a lovely week. Yeah, have a good week. And we'll see you back here next week for another exciting episode of Father and Sundays. Wow. The Unexplainable Guide to Absolutely Nothing. Is that right? Yeah. Jeez. Well, it's twenty episode 28. Yeah, but I didn't even know I knew that. So, well, yeah. it's episode 28. Yeah. Is it? I yeah. 20, I thought you said 29 at the beginning. No, 28. All right, okay. <laughs> All right. Next week's episode 29. Okay. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. On a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.